Hey, what is going on everyone? It's me, Mr. Mario, and welcome to episode 9 of Mario's Minute. In case you do not know, this is a monthly podcast that I do here on the channel, and it is the second podcast I do. The first one I do is Mod Chat, that is every single month, of course, and it is more a live-streamed one as well, too, but also a podcast at the same time that I do with my friend and co-host, uh, Paranoid Coder, otherwise known as Devin. However, this podcast is kind of just random stuff, personal things that are going on in my life, and really whatever the hell I want to talk about. The thing I like to compare it to, it's kind of like what commentaries were on YouTube in 2011-2012, just in a really long version, which, I mean, commentaries were essentially just shorter versions of podcasts back in the day, so kind of coming full circle here, I guess. Anyways, this episode is going to be a little bit different because I'm finally getting the guest back on here, and uh, hopefully with some listeners who were mainly in the 360 modding scene years and years ago, the name might seem a little bit familiar, but uh, who the hell do I have here with me? I don't know. It might be go by the name of Lupo. It's Lupo. You know me. I got banned from the pro back in the day. I don't really care. It's just I'm here. We're here. It's <laughs> we're doing our thing. So what's up, man? <laughs> Not a whole lot. I I could tell you're a little bit excited, or you just had like twelve cups of coffee. Uh, probably a combination of both. Probably okay. a little bit intimidated. A little bit intimidated by just me knowing you from back in the day, and you like blowing up and becoming like the guy now in this scene. So it's kind of like. <laughs> I think you're I think you're giving me a little bit too much crap. I don't think I'm that dude in the scene, but I have like I mean honestly if you kept going with your channel, you would have still been above me, but I know you stopped when did you stop producing content like regularly on your late twenty thirteen? Okay. I had a bunch of business ventures I dived into and it's just like um when you start going into that your time's really consumed and it's like you can either do A or B but not both at once, A being YouTube, B business. It's like if you want one to work out, you can't have the other workouts. So obviously YouTube kind of came to a crawling halt at that point. I mean, I'll get back into it at one point. Like I have all the tools there. I even have my old YouTube partner manager there. They all have me on standby. So like the second I want to like hop back into that, like I'm more than ready to go. Mm -hmm. You should, you you should definitely do that. I know there's been several times like you hit me up in the DMs. You're like, dude, I'm ready to come back. I'm about to do this. I'm like, yes, you should. I want to, I want to so bad. It's just like, there's so much. It's like, I get over one hurdle and it's like 38 more pop up. And it's just like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. So, I don't know, the, the funny thing was with this as well, too, like, initially, I mean, because when I had started, um, I know you were kind of like that dude with the Xbox 360 modding stuff, um, and I thought your videos were amazing, and I was, like, doing some of the stuff you were doing, like, we had a lot of overlapping stuff, um, but then I started doing my thing, and it's, you know, like, with, the problem is with tutorial content, you have a slow growth, because so much of it is hit-and-run traffic, where people come, they look for the video, they watch it, they leave, they don't stick around afterwards, um, but I know I was shocked when, like, you had subscribed to me, you had reached out initially, and I don't know, the, the funny thing is, like, we've kept in contact over these years, like, we've been good friends, but I was thinking this, and I might have mentioned it, like, when we were talking, like, leading up and scheduling this, but I'm just like, you know, it, it, it's funny, we're, like, finally getting a collab now, but it's, like, years past all of this stuff. Oh, yeah, but, like, dude, it's, like, obvious from back in the day when I originally reached out, I, like, I knew you were going to eventually reach the point where you're at, because, like, 
to get to where you're at like you got to have the consistency and the drive to like deliver what people want to see and it in a manner that's easy to understand and not everyone has that talent so like you can go look through your dms like from the very beginning i'm like dude you're gonna blow up one day and i'm glad to see that like you actually are right now because you've worked super hard to get to where you're at because i see week after week after week of you grinding videos out that are consistent they're very easy to understand and people just overall like them so you know, it is no surprise to where you are at these days. <laughs> well, th- well, thank you. I appreciate it. I know that the channel's definitely had ups and lows, like ups and downs and everything, but it's been it's been a fun venture getting to this point. And here it's like, pe- there's also kind of a, there's this twist of fate to it as well, where some people are just like, oh, I want to, in short, some people are like, oh, you should have more subscribers. Or you should have a million subscribers. I'm like, nah, I'm I'm good. At, nah, I don't, I don't yeah, want that much responsibility. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I get what you're saying because most people are like, oh, well, if you hit that amount, like, you should have way more. But, like, honestly, like, what you were saying, like, 10 seconds ago, like, with the hit and go traffic, like, that is dead on accurate. People that do tutorials, it's like people that are looking for a certain video, they hit it and then they run. You'll have a flood of traffic. But I'm glad to see that, like, you're starting to grow out into just a broader audience and just that at the moment. And I think that'll really take you somewhere interesting for sure i I do know kind of spoiler alert the next like couple months or so are going to be pretty tutorial heavy but it's going to be some you know some some stuff that's been really asked for and everything but i do have also a lot of stuff in the works that is going to be still the the good the the, the edutainment and things that people are coming for not just the the tutorial stuff so we'll we'll see what's going on dude it's crazy the past couple years where it's taken me it's like I could tell you stories for days like you've had your YouTube run for the past couple of years now but like just out in the real world like I'll give you an example like back in 2013 when I first started this out like um on web like ventures like I have a friend Dylan and he ran like the world's biggest Minecraft servers and sites mm-hmm. and um he still does he's just like leafy now or something and uh I have a friend Ian He's like, well, hold on, hold on. By by Leafy, do you mean like he he did the type of content that Leafy was doing, or he just completely disappeared? But he has stuff. Oh no, he moved in with Leafy. He's like his roommate. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, wow. Like, are we breaking breaking news on this podcast? All right. I mean, there's no one out there really knows that. Like, congratulations. There you go. You can title that Leafy Moves In. All right, all right, cool. Somebody obscure will find this video and then, like, snip this out and clickbait it, I guess. But, yeah. No, you can go look it up. They have, like, I guess they got into, like, it with their tenants and, like, they're being kicked out. It's like, Dylan, I'm not going to say it. All right, all right. (laughs) There's enough proof out there to prove it. But um, No, no, I got you. But it's it's like a small world because I have a friend, Ian, who doesn't know who Dylan is. Mm-hmm. And, like, Ian has a friend that was selling a Minecraft site for $28,000. And then Dylan bought it because we were at dinner and Ian's like, oh, my God, my friend's website just sold. And he's like, he sold it to some kid in Tennessee for this much money. I'm like, is this first name Dylan? I'm like, there's no way this is happening. It's like such a small world, dude. <laughs> it's like, how does that even work? That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've, uh, I, see, I haven't had anything big like that happen for me. It's been more, 
I've had uh, I, I've met some people who've been fans of the channel offline and such. That's actually funny enough how I met my uh, co-host on my other podcast, uh, Mod Chat. Uh, he was just I, I didn't know who he was. He just kind of um, he knew I was kind of close to him, like locale wise. And he messaged me. He seemed like an okay guy. So we kind of messaged. We moved to Twitter. We were DMing back and forth. And then, like, again, this this guy was literally a nobody on the channel to the point where now he's one of my best friends and we're on this podcast together. So just, like, stuff like that I love. Dude, that's awesome when stuff like that happens because it's, like, it makes you think for a second, like, dang, if I just slow down for a second, like, things can really take you to a place, like, where you never thought they'd go. Yep, yep. I've had um, at, at this point now, I kind of mentioned it as well, I think on Twitter or something. Uh, but at this point, I've now had friends, family and co-workers all somehow organically find my channel. Like I don't mention it, but at one point, just like in the near future, like a few days after they find it, they hit me up. They're like, hey, I think I've, I found your channel. Do you do this YouTube thing? And, and normally, normally I lie and I say no because I try and keep a little bit low key. I'm just like, nah, it's not me. And then when they keep talking with me and like, if they're cool, I'm just like, yeah, that that that's me. What's up, dude? That reminds me, like three years ago, you don't have to say it out loud. But like, I was testing like a small little marketing thing, and like, you found the channel. I'm like, oh no, I remember like, you that. Don't, you don't have to say it, but I know you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 I remember. <laughs> that's where i was like oh i gotta get like voiceovers from here on out and not me on the actual track because it's like dude if people find that out it's like no 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 i wasn't i wasn't the first person to find that though you were i was not no i i you, you had to have been no i was one of the first people but i wasn't the first person dude there's no way <laughs> and if, for people listening i'll just say it it's, it was just like um me experimenting with like affiliate marketing for let's just say before like all this vaping and like hookah became popular i was like all right i saw this trend starting to emerge so i made like a small little collaborative effort of uh, vaping like a hookah channel before like that became popular so made money on that but like somehow mario found it and he was like wait is that lupo so yeah yeah no and and funny enough i just found out i wasn't even looking for that stuff i think there was so this is how i know i wasn't the first person there was somebody who had a comment and i think either like so they had screenshot it or you had screenshotted it and it just said lol it's lupo and it had a question mark i literally just looked that comment up the context of that comment up in a quoted google search and then i found your video from there and i was like wait this is you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah dude it's funny how the internet works like you think it's like such a big world but it's really not yeah dude yeah there's only a few key players really turning this thing around i won't name who but like <laughs> <laughs> if you keep seeing them up and up all the time it's like those are the people yep yeah good stuff <laughs> so what do you have planned out for your channel in the future here i know you got a lot of stuff going on but like honestly when i'm like bored at night i'll just put some of your content on and just like watch it's really fun well thank you i appreciate it i mean right now again i've just been wanting to hammer out a ton of tutorials i've been doing that i do have a pretty neat product review in my opinion that's going to be coming out um let me check because we're for everyone just for the record we're filming this or recording this kind of early in september right now 
uh, just a few days after. So this is going to come out on the 26th. On the 29th, I do have an interesting product review that I really liked that I'm going to be dropping and another video related to that. Um, honestly, I'll tell you what my problem is, though. My problem is I have several ideas that I want to tackle. And not only that, but I have like videos where I've seen these ideas through to the end, recorded all the raw footage, and just sitting on my drive. And I could just... I could honestly probably, aside from my podcasts, not produce any content for a few months and just churn out my backlog. But when I do that, I get really antsy and uncomfortable because I'm not consistently recording stuff. So I constantly have things that I'm adding onto the pile. Well, it sounds like you've got your work cut out for you then, man. I guess. I don't know. But yeah, no, uh, mainly it's going to be, I, I don't like to normally uh, drop what I'm, uh, like, name drop what I'm putting out or anything, but I do have, you know, console overviews, modification overviews, um, more edutainment stuff, as I said, but also then a lot more um, tutorials coming out with the bando, so it'll be a good old time. Dude, you know what's surprising, speaking what's surprising? in terms of just tutorials and modding, I know this shouldn't be, like, surprising, but, like, how crazy like microsoft sealed up the xbox one there's been like zero exploits at this point still years after release mm -hmm. so i don't want to get into all the details on that and like i don't know anything behind the scenes on that like it could be fully exploited and i just don't know the main thing is though their security team got completely beefed up and not only that but all their consoles phone home consistently especially their dev kits and all that but no, you know how back in the original Xbox in the 360 days, dev kits were just like all over the place like it was the Wild West? Yes. Yeah, that shit got locked down now. So if you have like, for example, if you, I mean, just look around like on Seven Sins, for example, and just countless stories of people who have a kit and then they ask a question or two that they shouldn't be asking and they get a knock on their door. Can you still hear me? Mario. Yeah. All right, good, good. Yes, dude, I know exactly what you're talking about that because I won't name who, but uh, <laughs> Microsoft has a pretty good private eye for private investigators of figuring out like you shouldn't have any. Oh, yeah. Um, that reminds me of a story. He probably won't be listening, but like he got his hands on some private Microsoft, well, not Microsoft, but Black Ops stuff. It wasn't going to be... It might have been named Project Acid. It might not have. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? Uh, I probably have an idea of it, but I'm I'm not gonna name a name. Um, and the second the Activision found that out, they sent a private investigator to his house to be like, "Yeah, you're not gonna be doing this, Chief." So they took everything he had. Mm -hmm. It's kind of interesting how they have that laid down now. Oh yeah, no, they they, I, they go hard with that. I know even I think it was world war like call of duty world war Two. it wasn't any modding related stuff uh but one dude in my discord um and i'll just say you know who you are if you're listening shout out to you i just don't want to drop his name uh but he had he got the game like a week or two early and was playing with it and was putting up screenshots and he got a cease and desist straight up from activision yeah dude they don't play they don't want any of their stuff <laughs> leaked anymore they've had it it's like the mad soccer mom named betty she's like i've given you all three warnings the fourth time i'm turning this van around and sure enough like dude they're turning their van around and they're not playing anymore oh man <laughs> 
I know um, you messed. One thing I was gonna ask you. I know you messed around with the 360 primarily, but were you ever into the original Xbox at all? Actually, yes. Very, very late into its run, all right. like near the end of its life cycle, I was. Okay. What all did you do on that? Uh, just some Halo Two, original Halo stuff. It was anything too crazy. Um, just trying to figure out like how things worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was that period of dormancy in which Xbox was released, really up until oh eight, late oh nine, when uh, won't go exactly into detail, but um, some serious uh, exploits were released, and that really wrought on the whole modding scene for it. Because like in late two thousand eight, early oh nine, it was like, yeah, you're not gonna run unsigned code on a 360 and just coincidentally, like five months later, we wore. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, things kind of evolved out from there. Yeah, but yeah. I think Microsoft learned their lesson, dude. It is so like, let me just say this: the, the, the security they've implemented on the Xbox One, even if there was an exploit of some sort, even if someone figured it out, like they could. They could shut it down just like that, like the split of a second. They know who's doing what, where, and how. And all they need to do is issue like a really fast system update and completely fix it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not happening again, I, unfortunately. I mean, I don't know if you'd heard about this. I want to come back to the OG Xbox stuff um, in a bit, but I don't know if you heard about this, but I think it was like within a year or two of the Xbox One being launched, there was some rumors of essentially pirated game methods coming out of Brazil where you could send your Xbox there and for like... It was like a hundred dollars. They would modify your Xbox somehow and add like ten games to it of your choice. And it was essentially something to do with like licensing and NAND dumps and what have you. Um, but there was like some kind of some rumors going around of that, and there was I think some confirmations here and there. But Microsoft went out of their way to shut down an operation like that that was going on in Brazil of all places. Um, I wouldn't doubt that that was going on, but that sounds more like a licensing exploit to me at that point, because obviously if you have to send it off, one, you're sending physical hardware out, two, so they can perform the operation on your hardware that they have the original, let's just say, dump or build for that they're going to put it onto your hardware, so obviously there is an exploit somewhere along the lines of the actual licensing of that software, um being needed otherwise it would just be able to be done you know like hey send me what i need to do this to my xbox otherwise uh they had a very specific scenario in which they found out that they could use for the time being however they did it um i wouldn't doubt if it was a scam at that point even because a hundred dollars isn't really a lot for what that what that sounds like it's but offering the thing is though max you got to realize that that's also in brazil so i mean they're i mean the pirated game market is huge over there they thrive off that stuff because originals and especially hardware are so expensive that's what i'm saying they could have charged like way more for what they're doing and 100 is kind of like borderline like really cheap i mean if they were doing it like congratulations but like but I mean, that's that 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 that's how they put it out. I mean, it's a brand new because I've seen this with other consoles as well too, in other places, but not with the Xbox One, have you? But it's just yeah, you you get the system, so you already have to get it yourself, and then it's going to be they have to perform whatever services they are, and then at that point, you know, they're pretty much saying, hey, we're going to include in ten games, so instead of paying sixty dollars per game, you're going to be paying ten dollars per game here. 
So I, I feel like that is a realistic price point at that. Because, I mean, that's how they do in, right, other, in other places. Like, I mean, I've been to, it's been a while since I've been there, but I've uh, been to Jordan, like, in the Middle East several times. And, I mean, there, like, for example, with um, with PS2s, um, that was the big oh, one. Oh, no, it's, like, it's crazy out there, dude. They yeah. can offer a lot for dirt cheap. Yeah, well, the thing is, the PS2s there, you would, so you'd buy a brand new one, and it was already opened up, chipped, and put back in the box. But a pre-modded system was, like, a was three hundred dollars there when they were a hundred here however you pay three hundred dollars for the system with a chip in it you're paying a dollar per game yeah you're really paying for quantity value versus hey if you have over here in the states and you don't have that preloaded stuff you know you're missing out on a bunch so i get where you're coming from with that right right yeah, no, one thing I was going to say, um, I would recommend <laughs> checking this out, but I know you were saying that um, like you didn't do anything crazy with the original Xbox stuff. W- one thing that is crazy, just just for fun, look up on eBay Executor 3 or X3 and see how much just a mod chip sells for. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, I bet I'm probably going to be surprised and a little bit offended at the same time. All right, I'll, I'll wait, I'll wait for the original xbox right yeah yeah just like look up x3 or executor 3 all right i'll let you type on the mic it's all good i know you're trying mm. i know you're trying to be conscious of it <laughs> really three hundred dollars for this yeah. for your original xbox yeah and here's the thing i i looked at some 400? like 400 i looked at some way back and, oh it sounds like the 400 dollars one it, are you looking at one that's like a pre-modded system no dude, oh just, it's just just the chip a genuine... like a, a brand new chip yeah i'll link it with. yeah no so the crazy thing is with that i don't know if those ones are selling but like i had I was upset. I was disappointed by whoever the hell did this. But yeah, here we go. All right. So here's this one. It hasn't sold yet. So for anybody who's like who's interested here, $400 for a brand new Executor 3 chip. Now this chip, I, I looked it up on a site the other night. I Like back in the day, so maybe like 10 years ago or so, you could have picked this chip up brand new for 60 bucks. Dude, that's what I'm saying. This is like a ridiculous turnaround. All you have to do is sit on these for like 10 years. If you bought like a thousand of these, dude, you can control the whole market. And the thing is, the thing is, they're not even rare because I've talked with um, one uh, MVG. I was talking with him about this. Shout out Modern Vintage Gamer. But I showed him some of this stuff and I was like, were these rare? Because everyone says they're rare now. And he's like, no, they're not. Like everyone had them and they were really easy to find. Yeah, dude, that is the thing to do back at like the end of the Xbox's run. Like, dude, it's very common to see like just normal Xboxes just with this in it, and like you can do whatever you want. Like exactly, it- yeah. No, the um the thing is with this, so this one is probably not going to sell at that price. But I have seen them completed listings sold for like 150, 180 bucks. I wouldn't doubt that he gets like a best offer for like. 205 or something yeah. crazy like that what? that is ridiculous oh absolutely and the thing is it's not it's weird it's not rare it's not hard to find the the main problem is it's not in production anymore and then coming from that it's like all right 
how many people are going to know specifically they have an X3 installed in their system, or how many will really care, or how many are going to open up their Xbox and take out the X3 and then sell it for parts? Not that many people. Because there's other chips, like for example, any like the Clone 360 chips or any PS2 mod chips, those are still in production right now, so you can get them readily for cheap. But anything that you can't get, it's not that it's rare, it's just you can't get a hold of it readily anymore. It's this weird equilibrium. It seems like these are being marketed as rare, but they're not actually rare. Yeah, they're they're not rare, and out of the original Xbox chips, they're probably some of the more valuable ones, but I, I know, I, I think the real... Because there's so many other chips that can do this, and you can also TSOP flash your system, but I think the real magic with this is the BIOS on there, and I believe that it's just... I think they have like a two megabyte BIOS on them, and that's what works on the X3. And some uh, one person I know, shout out Dark Gabs, he actually worked on porting that BIOS to original Xboxes, just like you can TSOP flash them and stuff. But the thing is, it's essentially it's stripped down because you don't have you know the control panel, you don't have any of the extra stuff, you don't have the actual physical chip hardware right there. So you can run the BIOS on your system itself but it's a proof of concept at that point because you can't do any of the stuff that this chip was marketed for you know what i mean oh wow that's sounds hmm yeah and i think i would like to see that that would be something of my interest <laughs> yeah i know i think if you get a executor 3 console done up on ebay right now they're like anywhere from four to six hundred bucks Dude, those were the days, man. Things were so simple back then. Please bring me back to those days. One of my now it's oh, everyone's like so in like such a strong competition just to do anything these days. I'd like to be simple again. That'd be fun. Dude, one of my favorite things I saw. I I'm gonna have to link you this video after the show here, but uh, I I'd stumbled upon this video, and these are like decade old. It, it, you have to think about it, 2008, but these were like decade old videos I found on you. YouTube of people like installing the executor 3 one of them is just like a bunch of dudes at a college somewhere who just bought an xbox and like the first five seconds are great because it's like this older looking guy and he has this brick of a cell phone hanging off of his belt right before he's about to dude solder that's what i miss i was actually watching something like this the other week i'm like please bring me back to that era <laughs> Even like their original Xbox 360 launch, you remember like the um, Xenon boards that were on, included on like factory launch? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you remember all the red rings people were getting? Yeah. I was just I like looking up those videos just for like fun like the other day. I'm like, damn, these were such simpler times. I had I had so much fun. I think it was like a week ago I was explaining to someone the towel trick. Like we were talking about how... Um, uh, you know how like all the solder balls on bga systems end up breaking and uh, like all this stuff happens and then we explain how reflowing works and like i think my friend was it, it was my friend explained to his girlfriend how that worked and then i came in i was like oh so now take that and essentially use i, I don't like use this word that much but essentially use retarded logic and say hey if we get everything really hot and it melts the solder again we could just wrap three towels around the system and turn it on to the point where it overheats and it will melt the everything again and it will work. Dude, who's... Like, like just think about that for a second. <laughs> like, not to clown anyone, but, like, think about it seriously for a second. Like, to the point where the Xbox overheats, right? Yeah. 
a, a point of overheating in a system where it had to shut off at a critical point of hey the whole system's just gonna break if we don't shut off you like Whose decision was it for it to shut off at that point in which it just coincidentally, like, resolders everything inside? Like, <laughs> what is the coincidence of that word? I don't know. I think I, I would tell you the very first time I ever saw that trick done, it was um, Cheapy D from Cheap Ass Gamer. I saw his video. Yes, on it. dude. That was the first time I ever saw that done. Yes, dude, with the freaking four by three video of him just wrapping it up in the ten minutes later. Yeah, yeah, like w him with like you know his bald head and everything. He was just like sitting there on the chair. Like he, I remember he was like sitting on the floor with all this. He was like, "Yeah, we're gonna set this up. We're gonna wait. Actually, I'm gonna go take a dump. So that's what I'm gonna do here." And he like comes back. He's like, mm -hmm. "So it's been about forty five minutes. I feel about three pounds lighter, and we're gonna see if our Xbox is working." Dude, that's crazy because like, what are the actual odds of that? core like system like hey this is too hot we're shutting down and then that like actually fixing it like what like dude and it's someone did that on purpose like you can't tell me the two just didn't accidentally like meshing up i don't know it didn't it, it didn't really fix it though it was just a band-aid type thing it got the system oh dude working. it was the worst fix in fact the fix wasn't even a fix it was the worst thing you could yeah. do for the system no, because not only did it warp it more but dude, it cracked way more points than what it was fixing. Oh, I, I knew people who used to repair these professionally with like actual BGA hardware and such back in the day. And they're like, no, like you should never do that to your system. Because if you start doing that, you make our job harder. Not only the entire system is weaker now, but on top of that, most of the time under the CPU and the GPU, you start having popcorning of the solder balls. Yeah, it's just... I don't know, man. It's just like such a bad fix that it worked. <laughs> it's kind of like, hey, your house is on fire. Let's pour gasoline on it to help put out this fire. It's like such a retarded fix that like somehow worked well, at the time. Well, Max, but... that's a, that fix is actually not that bad because, see, the issue is with the house. But if you do that, you just accelerate the fire. And then at the end, you don't have a house to worry about exactly that's like <laughs> dude i want that logic back it was so bad that like it worked oh man it worked for a good reason. times on that at least it worked for a reason it did it truly did i i, I had a few systems that were like that and it's like no i think we're, we're good now at this point we're good just just get get something that will work nicely hmm so there's been nothing else in the Xbox One scene as far as modding goes? Um, I mean, there's been, let's see, like you can get the system into dev mode, which is pretty limited, and you can sideload homebrew to it. But um, I think the only other thing we saw was Vantage Tool, where there was like a small handful of games that were supported, and you could essentially just, you, you open up the app on your computer, and you signed into your account that was tied to your gamertag, and you modded your saves and sunk, would sync them back up to your cloud storage, um, but that was shut down real quick. Um, so it got patched on the Xbox itself, and I believe you could still mod your PC saves, but the Xbox side things got patched up stupid quick. It seems like a great way to get your account banned in under four seconds. Kinda yeah. <laughs> Dude, it is so bad how hard, like, their, uh anti-cheat is won't get into the exact naming of it because dude you won't believe how bad microsoft is uh, now um, i don't know if you not bad but like how bad they don't ever want that to happen yeah because... I, I don't blame them i understand you know justin right xi chocolate yeah yeah shout out chocolate um 
we have a collective group of mutual friends. Um, the Xbox Underground, you remember who they were, right? Yeah, no, I remember them. I didn't know any of them personally, but I remember them. Um, a lot of them went to prison for what happened, but uh, the few who were let out... Dude, Microsoft seriously painted, like, a bad image of them, like, in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you can go look it up on Wired. Like, oh, Wired has an amazing name. article about it. Not not article. It's, it is an essay about them, an entire just research document about it all. It's like yeah. a movie. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you heard, but um, Nathan, unfortunately, about two months ago, took his own life over all that. I did hear about that, yeah. Now, was it specifically over the Xbox Underground stuff, or was it, you know, the attention coming to it from Wired, or kind of both? It was just a collective effort of everything, dude. And it's just like one of the, that's one of the reasons why I got out of that whole scene, because everyone that I know that's stuck within it, like, it didn't end that well for them. And um, that's why I, like, went into, like, legitimate, like, business and whatnot, because everyone, like, literally everyone that I know, like, either. You went to prison for doing what you did, and you got out and things didn't work out, and it ended like that, or it just ended at absolutely nowhere, and it's just like, you know, you could take your talents and do something a lot better with it, and it's just, um, everyone usually who's stuck in that group didn't end that well, but everyone who chose to do better did really well for themselves, like, uh, I don't know if you remember him, but his name was Godly Elliot or um, Godly Mods or whatever. You remember who he was? Uh, I don't know. Oh, dude, he was like a small part of like YouTube's Xbox 360 modding scene, listening to me like back in the day. Right. He now goes by the name of Ollie White TV on YouTube, and he is massive. Like he took like anything like Xbox related and flushed it out the window. Now he's like. One of those, like, Jake Paul YouTubers, dude. He is absolutely massive. One person that, that reminds me of, this was, a. Uh, I, I thought of this guy the other day. Um, do you remember D Almighty? Yes. Yeah, uh, he used to, the, the first videos I saw of his, like, I remember, like, I didn't follow him religiously or anything, but, like, the first video I ever saw of his, it was, like, how to host a Modern Warfare 2 challenge lobby. And he had, like, a bunch of just Modern Warfare 2 modding-related videos. If you go to his channel now, all of that is completely removed, no trace of it. He is huge now, and his thing is scuba diving. He has a giant Dude, scuba saying. diving like, channel. Everyone from, back, everyone from back in the day, like, you either ended really well or, like, really, really bad. And it's just, like... The thing is, though, we should also really annotate that there was a major difference with, like, just, like, general modders and such and what, like, Xbox Underground was doing where they were maliciously going after these companies. They were actually stealing, you know, physically and virtually and planning on reselling all this shit as well, too. Like, they were actually doing some big real-time hacking. And on top of that, I mean, Uh... the, the stuff that really pulled like i i think the stuff that really tipped them over was when they started hacking i mean like government systems and all that as well too um i don't know what i can say and what i can't i'm kind of more going over uh, off the uh the wired article i mean all that's public at Um, least honestly there's some stuff out there that hasn't been released and i think nathan for giving everyone their privacy but um they, I don't know what I can say that won't get me in trouble, but uh, it's best not to say. 
Um, let me think how I could say this. They, I told them many times that they should get out while they were ahead, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, I got you. It, it, just, just think about it. No, I, I got you. And so I saw a bunch of stuff from that. I was like, dude, y'all are going to really get caught one of these days. Mm-hmm. Well, they were, I mean, they, they were all for showing off the shit that they had. I mean, they, <laughs> you, you got to remember one of the guys ended up rebuilding. He, he, he was, he was selling a fucking Durango dev kit. All right. Yeah. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I told them, I was like, you are literally taking Microsoft stuff. Like, they are going to know who's doing what. Like, they know who's who's even signing in. Like, you're not going to take their precious, like, development babies, their next cash cow, and just be able to be like, oh, no, they're not going to know. Like, dude, y'all are seriously riding on the edge of, like, self-destruction. Here. Yeah. Well, we saw what happened with all that, so. Oh, well. Oh well, all is well that ends well. All is well that ends well. Speaking of some things ending, I kind of want to transition to this. So, Max, in in my previous episodes, I, I've been keeping uh, the listeners here, and if you've been listening, thank you. I've been keeping people here up to date with my dieting stuff. I, I don't know if you follow that at all. If you haven't, it's all good. I see you on Twitter tweeting about it now and then. Okay. You think I'd be saying You think I'd be sleep? No, I I I'm like. I just all don't right. know what you see and what you don't. I keep up to date on everyone, my man. <laughs> well, 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 uh, I just telling everyone here, I ended up, because uh, I was doing keto before, I started in April, and uh, it's been about four and a half months or so. It's been successful for me, uh, but I decided to stop it. Now, I was going to stop, like, I was going to go on for another week, but I decided to cut, off, cut it off a week early, um, just kind of because of some overlapping circumstances, like... First thing I had, so my lowest weight I've gotten has been like 151.4 pounds, which is down from 178.6. So like I didn't get in four months. Uh, yeah, four and a half months. Wow, dude, that's awesome! <laughs> Thank you. And it was uh, and I probably could have gone down a little bit lower as well too. My goal was 150, but it was kind of a bunch of things going on. Like one, I was I was comfortable and confident enough with my body. Um, two. I had a, uh, a a biometric screening at work recently, and it was funny because like afterwards, you know, they checked my blood. I was asking about some of my numbers and everything, and when I was talking about like the BMI and the weight, like the lady kind of looked at me like I was a little bit crazy, and she was like, "Wait, do you, like how? Wait, you want to lose more weight? Like how much more weight are you wanting to lose? Because I'm looking at you, I'm looking at your numbers. You, you seem to be fine. Like you're not overweight. You're thin. Like I don't." I personally don't see a need for you to lose weight, but if you need to, that's fine. Um, so I kind of got that assurance. And then on top of that, um, Max, have you ever, have you ever gone out of your way to like come home, you're tired, you make yourself a meal and it just, it's nothing wrong that you did, but it just turns out fucking disgusting. Yes. Yeah absolutely and this is like what am i doing you are a filthy animal yeah no so what happened was um on on thursday i remember this on thursday i came home i was tired and i ended up like cooking up some food and everything and it was like a burger patty like something easy enough it was already pre-made and everything at a grocery store i went to and it was spiced up and all that stuff i took it downstairs i had a bite and like it, the thing was cooked and it wasn't it, it, it wasn't um bad mind you 
but like you know it wasn't rotten is what i'm trying to say but i had a bite and i had a second one i was like there's something off about this what's going on and then like i have another bite and i think like my fourth bite it was just like i can't really describe it as any better than this but it just tasted like plasticky and manufactured and the problem is like when you bit into it at certain parts the, the dude, taste just like i've had that happen mid yo before. dude and the taste just like spread throughout my mouth and then on top of that the other stuff that i had i didn't cook all the way so then i'm just like i'm i'm tired and i'm hungry and then i'm dealing with the shit and i'm frustrated so then i i had to throw up my dinner and cook myself a second dinner so I kind of have that. And then the next day, we had all these people bringing all this junk food. And I, I started, not gonna lie, I started indulging a little bit. And it was like, by the next day, like, I was, because I, I had definitely gone over my, uh, uh, was it my net carb limit? And I, I was still feeling okay. But it was like, the next day, I told my girlfriend, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not, like, the keto thing's just like, it's rip right now. I know I was, I, I know that I was going to finish this, like, next week. But I start a little bit early. What are we getting? <laughs> so. <laughs> Dude, I've had that happen like mid-meal before. And it's just like, you, what was it? Oh, God, what was it? Dude, this is the worst when your brain's like, no, we're not eating this anymore, honey. And if you keep eating this, I'm going to make it taste disgusting. Yeah. What was it? What was it? Was it, it some hamburger oh, stuff like, maybe? Because that's what I had. Yes. Yes, it was actually Burger King. And it was like mid-meal. And it was just like one burger in is just like you know this isn't really what you're gonna want to eat and it's just like all right whole meal ruins it's just it's like oh cool. i'm gonna say this straight up all right i stopped eating burger king a long time ago because i noticed a direct correlation with me having burger king and me having diarrhea when one thing happened the oh, other thing hell. happened. yeah no no and in real talk like one day i even got so frustrated i looked it up and i found out the source of this issue seemed to be with their mayonnaise because they're the mayonnaise cannot be properly processed by human bodies why are they using that because then? it's cheap and it tastes like mayonnaise and it looks like mayonnaise max that's why are they selling us paint I, maybe i don't know but they're selling it's it's kind of like sugar alcohol i'm sure we're like sugar alcohol your body can't process it so it just Oh, it's a substitute. You just poop it out, yeah. And I this this. Ah, oh, dude, that's like those uh, sugar-free gummy bears. Never eat Yo, those. No, no, no. I I could eat them, I'm sure, but I actually I was smart about it because I've I've had to get very familiar with sugar alcohols on the keto diet because that's what I've been having, and it's like I could have like ten or twenty grams worth of sugar alcohols a day, and I'm still fine. But I looked at the the sugar-free gummy bears, and it's like 16 grams of sugar alcohol per serving, and one serving is like five bears. Who eats five gummy bears? Right? Yeah, so... It's just like, y'all are out of your yeah. mind. Y'all are... Mm -mm. No, so... Your mama didn't raise you right if y'all trying to sell this. So No, but like, if, if, if somebody ate like one or two servings of the gummy bears, they'd be okay. But there's people who grab like a fistful of gummy bears, and that's like eight or ten servings at that point. Uh-uh. See, if you read the Amazon reviews, though, on those, it's like, damn, this, this really flushed me on worse than a laxative. Dude... Some of that stuff, they, like, substitute in, like, the worst, like, compounds possible. <laughs> and, like, the the Haribo, like, sugar-free gummy bear system in particular, just because I remember being, like, a big thing when it came out, yeah, like, 2016. Yeah, yeah. People were complaining, like, this is worse than a laxative. It turns out, like, the same exact, like, 
sugar substitute they use in like X-Lax or something. They put in like those gummy bears because like they can't use real sugar. And it's like, dude, who oversaw this to be like, okay, that's perfectly acceptable. Like a little snack that like kids eat, like put that <laughs> in there. Like but, what are y'all thinking? But here's the thing though. They covered their asses because they put all that information like on the nutritional vat. Like it, it, you look at the nutritional fats, you see how much a serving is. You see how much sugar alcohol is in a serving. You need to know what sugar alcohol does, but no one reads that shit. All right. Cause they're, they're gummy bears. <laughs> That's what I'm saying though. It's kind of like, it's kind of like how modern went hand in hand. It's like people not knowing what they're doing. It's like, you're supposed to know what you're doing. Like, what are you like? <laughs> why? Just Why? Speaking of which, I wanted to cover base on this system. Yes. I've never seen anything better carried out than this from back in 2011 and 2012. What? C Forever's final LT Plus firmware. Dude, that thing was such a golden egg. Like, it never had to be, like, redone after that. Like, it completely flashed the system stealth. Yeah, I think what the last time we got an update on those really was 2012. It was, like, Christmas of 20... No, was it 20... It was 2011. Yeah, it was 2011 because I was still... Um, yeah, it was XGD3 and AP2.5. Yeah, was, that's, uh, that's when I was living with my parents. Yeah. No, those were supposed to Yeah, it got around AP2.5. Yep. I can't, I, one thing I, I can't believe on that, I can't believe that Microsoft didn't add more XGD2 titles to the AP2.5 library. And they didn't, like, do system reflashes or any of that either. They, uh, they tried. Well, they did it once. They did it one time, and that was it. <laughs> And I think with that, all you had to do is revert to stock firmware, let them flash it, and you just reflashed afterward, and, like, you were fine. But, like, that honestly was, like, the coolest, like, physical hardware flash or, like, um, software modification to the hardware on the Xbox I've seen that's lasted for so long without any issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because... You know, C Forever is a genius for putting that out, and he really changed the game. Oh, yeah, and we don't know where he's at now, so he's, he's gone somewhere, hopefully enjoying his time. I have someone close to him. He thinks I don't. He'll probably be sitting there if he ever hears this podcast. He thinks I don't have people, but he talks to people that I know, and he's he's doing well. <laughs> That's awesome. That's good to know. He's he's there in spirit. Uh, he's he's more in spirit than ever, dude. He's doing pretty well. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you think that a lot of these like people who you think that are clean on YouTube to have like no shady background, but you'd be very surprised. No, I'm not. I'm not surprised at that at all. And I know a lot of these are kind of just like personas redone as well too, where people change their names and all that, and they do other things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. Like uh, again, shout out MVG, but like Modern Vintage Gamer. Have you have you seen his stuff on YouTube? I have seen him see you. Yeah. Yes. So he was. Um. He came out with. Um. He was really big and short on in the original Xbox scene. He was responsible for a ton of emulators, um, several other like homebrew development pieces as well too. Um, and he just shocked people because he came out as Lantis, and he was like, or oh, Lantis or Lantis three hundred and sixty. Those were his original names. And he pretty much said, like, yep, if you had a original Xbox and you played emulators on it, most likely you played some kind of code that I wrote. <laughs> Yeah, man, this is how kind of like how it goes because one, for legal reasons, like you don't want Microsoft coming after you at that time, and two, like you gotta wait for it to cool down. It's just like, um, you don't want anyone that you know getting hurt from people that are like, oh, I'm gonna slot you because he did this. It's, I can see where he's coming right, from. Right, right. 
Yeah. And that was before swatting was a thing back in the day. Anyone you never mind. I ain't gonna get that right, right. challenge. <laughs> never mind. Max, no. <laughs> not bad. Not movie. here. Not here. <laughs> I apologize. Oh man. So one one thing I I have normally the way I do this I have like a, a rough list of topics of things I want to talk about but one thing I had seen recently so Max you uh you've listened to some of this stuff that the kids called hip hop right Oh lord we Well go. I didn't know about this until like I stumbled upon a video by someone who who did this and I've never seen any other videos on his channel I just saw this one it seemed interesting enough um but of course, many people, they start off with Fruity Loops, otherwise known as FL Studio. And apparently, yes. Fruity Loops goes so hard with their copyright stuff that they will directly go after YouTubers they know who are making videos using pirated versions of their software. Huh. Yeah. That is a little confusing to me because I've seen a mixed stance on that. I'm not going to get exactly into it, but... um. I know some people in the industry, and I know some people that have pirated software that showed off on YouTube, and they haven't been hit with a strike, but I do know for a fact those that are making like a bad noise, and they are using pirated software, that they will be striked mm -hmm. by them. So this is what this guy's story was, and I don't remember what his YouTube channel was called, but essentially he said that he's made, you know, he's a producer, of course, and then he's made a whole series, a tutorial series on, you know, how to use FL Studio. And he ended up getting hit with, like, two copyright strikes from the studio, like, from the creators of this. And they, like, he contacted them, and they hit him up, and they said, hey, yeah, we saw your tutorials, and while they are good, we noticed that you are using a cracked version of our software. So you need to clean that up. You need to use a legit version of the software. If you do that, we will allow you to continue on with your channel. So... I don't know if he got the strikes removed or if he just waited them out, but either way, everything was good. But he ended up, he used a legal version of their software, but he ended up using his friend's copy because his friend had FL Studio. So apparently later on, he got a strike again and the company hit him up and they're like, hey, so we noticed that we don't have a license sold to you on this. And they asked him, like, are you using a cracked software? He said no. And they asked, okay, so did you buy the software? And he said, no, it's my friend's. This is his name. And they're just like, oh, well, according to our terms of use here, you can't do that either. So this is going to be the same for us as piracy. So they're going that hard to that point, which I thought was crazy. Like, I understand they're protecting that, but I just haven't seen that before. <laughs> Uh, to my understanding, to my understanding, copyright on YouTube shouldn't work like that. If they're going to strike someone for piracy, you have to be actually distributing the software in a manner that supports piracy and the um, theft of the intellectual property of those works. And the fact that they're solely basing copyright um, infringement on how software is presented in a video um, if it is starting to damage a person's reputation and actual monetary income, that person should look into legal representation because one, if they said that they had legitimate software, the private reuse and distribution from one licensed computer to another, if it is allowed to, is perfectly acceptable and fine. And two, if it is starting to damage your reputation, I would start to seek uh, re um, some counter means to their legal uh, assessment of that because obviously 
Um, YouTube's piracy uh, prevention in the copyright form is meant to stop the distribution of software if it's being pirated. But if you have a legitimate software or even if you present a pirated software but you're not distributing it, that's fine. So if they're actually getting away with that, that's a pretty big red flag. Interesting. Yeah, I I, I see. I'm more on the side of like I, I can understand like if it's you know if it's if it's a pirated software that's being used. Yeah, the only tool they have is DMCA to take that down. Um, and then you know if they're going against the end user license agreement, I can get that as well too. Um, I just haven't seen a company go that hard in regard in regards to it, and I understand they're protecting that and everything. It doesn't matter if they're protecting it. If there is a legitimate license, or even if it's pirated, say it's completely pirated. Mm -hmm. If someone's presenting pirated software, but they're not giving you the means to download that software, they're not redistributing it, there is no actual intellectual property being infringed upon there. However, the other thing is, too, I know that he was also making money off that, not just through YouTube, but like he was using the software to produce beats to make money off of. Yeah, but at the same time, he's not redistributing it. You hear what I'm saying? Like the, the actual software you're saying? Yeah, the whole point of piracy and theft protection is to prevent the redistribution of the software. It's like, well, if you look into a movie or just anything that goes for pirating, it's like you're allowed to make copies of anything you want as long as for private use. Yeah. But if you start distributing it to the public, like that's where you run into issues. So if that dude's legitimately just using it in his private time, he's still like making money off the beats on the side. And if his friend was letting him use a license on the side that was paid for and legitimate, they're in the complete wrong in that case. And you f that person needs to actually look into some legal ramifications because that is just straight up DMCA See, abuse. See, I would, uh, on that though, I would disagree on it just because... Um you know, as we've said here, he is he was using that software, so he was going against that license agreement, but then he was using the software to make money off of, and at that point, then that would technically be commercial use, because you're using that to make money from it, and I know you really can't be rocking pirated software with stuff like that. But he said he had a license from a friend, though. Uh, his friend had a license. He did not own a license. Well, then just show them the friend's license. Yeah, and the thing is, he did show them the friend's license, and they said, yeah, but according to our end-user license agreement right here, you cannot transfer that between users. It wasn't a transfer between users, it was a transfer between computers. <laughs> they they can get very fickle and thin with how the wording is on this, oh, yeah. trust me. Especially a copyright, where like co private companies want to like create their own like laws and terms, like... DMCA goes like one of two ways, like either you're distributing stuff that in infringes intellectual property or you're not. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, then like you should be okay. It's like how uh, people, it's like how Microsoft had those warranty void if removed stickers on the Xboxes. Oh. Like that's cool and all, but like in theory and like legality, those are completely illegal. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't just that, it was all companies. And then on top of that, did you see how that's been... It wasn't it wasn't reversed. I can't say that because that those have been illegal for decades now at this point. But did you see how recently the uh, the FTC actually made a push on that? Yes, and that's why I'm bringing it up. It's like a lot of these companies that are trying to strong arm like little guys. Like that's coming to an end very quickly because like they could get away with it back in the day, but like 
you have Twitter, you have Instagram, you have YouTube, you have Facebook, you have Snapchat, you have all these mediums in which people can complain now, like say, hey, they're, they're wronging me. And if like you're truly being wronged, like you can speak out against it. And like these companies seriously have bad backlash if like they're wronging someone. It's like they can't get away with it no more. So like, you know, as silly as it is, like that copyright thing or like these warranty stickers, like if people are being wronged, like those companies aren't going to be around too much longer because you can't treat customers like mm, that. That's true. Yeah. Either way, I was really happy to see that end up getting reversed or not. Okay. I, I used the wrong term, but end up getting pushed through like to the point where FTC said, you all needs to obey this, like actually start putting this into effect uh, or else we're going to start fining you. Yeah, dude. No. It's like, who even thought of that in the first place to, like, make that, like, enforceable? Like, that is a federal, like, Federal Trade Commission, that's, like, a law, yeah. like, like, and, how are you and just going to dance not around like just, and be like, oh, we're greater? It's, it's not like it just started out now. Like, this is, you know, we're talking about, well, not, Decades, yeah, not dude. the original, like, the PS2 that had a warranty seal, so that was 2000. The original Xbox, 2001. Like, this has been going on for most of our lives, like, you and I. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's all I'm saying. It's just like that kind of that stuff's kind of coming to an end. It's just like, why did you guys even enforce this to begin with? Like, I I can understand from a warranty point of view, you don't want people opening the hardware up and like messing with it on purpose to get like a free replacement. Like, I can understand. Of course, and and they have they have said that as well too. They like they are now very specific in their guidelines. They say like, if this hardware has been opened and like a any damage to the system to cause it to malfunction was caused by you and it is obvious and we can find that then your warranty is void because at that point you are the one who wrecked it yeah it's just like i can understand that but like in from the original point being it's just it seems like they didn't want competition opening up like their soft their hardware to the point where like they couldn't like examine it yeah and like steal ideas and whatnot and it kind of like hurt the little guy in the end because like if you wanted to fix like your xbox or anything like that it's just like you couldn't because you completely break your warranty yeah i think the, the worst offense i've ever seen of that was my parents had a fucking like a just a regular desktop computer from best buy the shit had a warranty seal on the back of it oh god that's my warranty like, no no, no it wasn't even a best buy thing it was straight from asus like to just to you know and i wasn't even doing anything with the system i just wanted to open it up and clean it out which it desperately needed to be cleaned but um this like the case was in it was designed so that it pretty much just trapped in a ton of dust but when i looked at the back it, it, it had a warranty seal and it was saying like yeah your warranty is going to be void if you open this to me the reason why i say that's the worst offense is because desktops are designed to be opened up and plug and play and they are designed to be modular that's their entire basis that seems like one of those cases where if they wanted you to be able to add something to it, it's like you got to schedule like a pickup for repair or something it's like one of those like cheap ways for them to like stay in business yeah most likely <laughs> Yeah, but, like, how are you going to put a sticker on the back of a case like that? Like, they're meant to be opened up. That's like saying don't pop the hood on your car or is your Bro, engine's that, void. Like, come on now. That's what I'm saying. That's why that's been the worst offense that I've seen, at least. <laughs> that's terrible. They're not going to get away with that any longer. Yeah, because I'm like, like... Oh, dude, you want to hear that? One of those stories about warranty stickers? Like, back oh, in sure. the day, like, I had a, I had an Xbox 360. Like, I... One of your many. You've had many 360s. 
Yes, I, to the point where I threw them all in a trash compactor. I had so many laying around. I had 38 Jesus of them Christ. laying around at one point. I mean, point. I, I've, um, I've probably had more than that overall, but I've never had that many laying around at once. Right now, I know I know, yeah, I am I, in the double digits right so now, though. As, I was using some of them as door Oh, I did stops, that, too. Let's just say that. Yeah. I turned yeah. one into a tissue box. Uh-huh. Yes! <laughs> But um, dude, I was just not having it with Microsoft, and I was like, you know what, you you banned like the thirtieth console this year alone. I'm not buying another one, so I just like forced it to get a red ring. And because there was no warranty sticker on it, like they weren't gonna take it, so I was just like, let's see if I can boot like like a sticker and see if they take it. Like, I printed up like a pretty like legit sticker. Like it was like um, it obviously wasn't one from Microsoft, but it wasn't like one that looked like it like someone would just print up and it was it had like a whole like brand of logos on it and it said warranty void if from if yeah, removed. Yeah. So I super glued it on so it seemed like to the point where like where if you tried to remove it it'd tear off and void right. it. So if you super glue it on it like gives it like that much more like a genuine of like being like a real sticker. Yeah. And so I sent it in with like the bootleg sticker and dude they actually took it and repaired it. I was like, no. Sometimes way. they didn't check that shit. Like my um and and I have to say, because of stuff like that, like I wanna say it's funny, but I also wanna say at the same time bad max, because that is why these stickers were, were being put on there so shit like this doesn't happen, but still goes through. I was just no. testing to see if they were looking at them. No, man. but uh my so when I was working at a game shop, my manager at the time, this was around the time period when um, the Xenons were still, like, you could still service them under that three-year warranty, but it was getting to be about the point where you weren't going to be, they were just getting out of the three-year warranty. So my manager started case swapping, and he would, like, so he, he had to find, you know, a busted system, which easy enough to find. Then he had to find another system that was within the three-year manufacturer. He would register it with Microsoft, <laughs> and he was, dude, he was so gentle. He would take apart the system. He, like, bypass a sticker. He'd put the sticker on the new one. He'd close it all up real nicely, send it in. It worked. He did it again. It worked. Dude, it was no. so no, 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 easy. No. But here's the thing. In the end, it got after he did, like, five of them, it got to the point where he's like, dude, I don't even care anymore. I literally, I just kind of like poke the stuff in there. I ripped the shit open. I just put it on, I put the case on another system and I asked about the warranty sticker. He's like, I don't even do the warranty sticker anymore because I've sent in systems with no warranty stickers and they still fix them for me. <laughs> dude, it sometimes works like that. It's so crazy. Like Microsoft makes it seem like this whole like process like, oh, it's going to be like this, this, and this. And I'm sure plenty of people got rejected. But, like, dude, sometimes people are just able to just wing it, like give them like the crappiest systems and get completely fixed. <laughs> that is some funny stuff, oh, man. man. How long did he do that for? Uh, I don't know. I, I know it just, he, he did it to the point where... He, he did it until he couldn't find any more Xenons within a three-year manufacturing time. Oh, so pretty much all three years, maybe. Yeah, then. something like that. Because this was around, so, I mean, this was like 2000, not to, really, it was like 2010 we were doing it. Because there was like still systems that were manufactured in um, uh, 2007. Oh, yeah, that's, that, that awkward Xenon to Zephyr yeah, transition. Yeah, and it wasn't only the Xenons either. He even did it with HDMI systems. I just remember the Xenon, that one was harder to find since it was made in like 05, 06, kind of 07, but more 06. He's like, okay, we're we're kind of on like, a, you know, a ticking schedule right here. Like, we need to find something fast. 
Dude, you know what? The the new Xboxes are cool and all. I don't think they're cool. Have, like, no, I don't think they're cool at all, Max. You didn't let me finish. Yeah. Not let okay. me finish. They're cool and all, like look wise. Like a lot of my friends and me, like we've agreed, like they're not cool, like at all, because like they feel like way too perfected and like they're so boring nowadays. And it's just like some of that like rawness from back in the day of like them being like crappy consoles was so much fun. You're just, you're giving it so much more credit than I would. I don't, dude. I don't like how the Xbox ones look. I don't like how the interface is. I think it's just really annoying and sloppy. I got, dude. It seems like so commercialized. It is yo, so annoying. No, I, I. So listen to this. I got the Xbox One X, right? And I'm having the same issues that I had with my original Xbox. By that I mean, it takes. I'm on. Before anyone says I have bad internet, I have gigabit internet. Okay. I have gigabit internet, I'm wired in, the shit takes 30 minutes to update, because it has to download the file, which always slows down in the last 10 or 20%, and then it has to verify that, and then it has to patch it, and then it has to restart. The, the most powerful console in the world, and it's still taking all that time to do it, You, I'm sure you heard recently that Master Chief Collection was fixed, right? I've been mm. waiting three weeks to download the fucking patch. Are you serious? I'm not kidding at all. And again, people might say it's my internet, but on the same network switch, I have my PS4, my other systems hooked up. The PS4, I fired on, it downloads games, it downloads updates, everything easily with no issue. I'm maxing out my speed as much as I can on that. The Xbox One, and this like, again, it's a big update. It's a 73 gig update, but it shouldn't take three weeks to download. So maybe it's just the X. Dude, it shouldn't even take three minutes to download if you can. Well, it, it, it would take a little longer than three minutes, but I was even. Oh, you know what I I'm do. saying. Now, I was even looking at this from other sides as well, too, because I said, okay, well, maybe it is it just the update? Is it the Xbox One? I don't know. But again, it's not my network on that. It's not the other systems. I downloaded a update for YouTube. It downloaded just like that. I downloaded Modern Warfare 2 on the Xbox One when it went backwards compatible. I walked away for some time, came back, it was done. This this right here, the first two weeks, I kept my system in instant on mode, and the thing kept stopping and stopping and stopping. So now I have my system on, like actually on, sitting there for days on end in the home menu, because the the download constantly starts and stops and starts and stops. It's going at about 5 megabits a second, and it keeps doing installation stopped. So, like, every 12 hours, I have to check on the system and restart the download to resume it. That seems like something seriously wrong Yeah, with and that. it's just this one isolated incident. It's, it, it is the system with this. And I've even tried, I've tried going on my wireless connection. It didn't make a difference on that either. But again, I can download other things on the system just fine, but not this update. And the reason why I'm so frustrated with it is because... This was the final reason I had to get an Xbox One X. I was saying, if they patch up Master Chief Collection and fix it, I'll get a One X, I'll play through all the Halos on there, so I can play them at a nice 60 frames a second. Hopefully it will be locked up. And it's frustrating, because again, this is this is pretty much the one thing I wanted from the One X, and it can't do it. Most powerful console in the world can't download an update. <laughs> Seems like that was a solid marketing ploy at that <sighs> point then, boy. Man. At least I didn't pay that much for the system, thankfully. I guess relative to everything else. <laughs> Obviously, you've tried every troubleshooting stuff in the book. Exactly. I yeah, so at this point, I really just, again, have to continue with it. I have, like, I have like 18 gigabytes left so far, so... Yeah. <laughs> How? Why? 
Yes. Huh. It just seems like they're downloading that in multiple segments of the package, and it seems like when they restart it to continue on, it's having issues grabbing onto the rest of the data that they're trying I to I guess collect. so, because, yeah, it constantly goes from, like, downloading right to start, downloading right to start, and it just it, it downloads at little slivers at a time. It's It's bad. Seems like something security-wise is funky Possibly. There. But yeah, as as I said, everything else on the system seems to be okay. I mean, like, it, 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 my, my main thing coming away from this is the Xbox One X. Um, if, if you don't like the Xbox One, which I've made a video about and I don't like it, the One X isn't going to improve that because it's everything is the same. You're just working with a system that has higher specs. It's like when people say they're not into PC gaming or they don't like pc gaming that much they probably don't like the ecosystem they probably don't like the stuff that they have to do if i give you a super powerful pc it'll be cool for a little bit but then you'll kind of revert back and you know kind of run into the same issues here and there so you can throw higher specs at it things are going to run better but if you don't like the ecosystem and the setup around it having a more powerful setup is not going to help i absolutely yeah. agree not good that's where we get to the original point. Bring back my Xbox 360 dashboard with blades. Nothing will beat that. Personally, I, I liked NXE the most. Ah, oh, dude. No, nah, man. On. NXE is my favorite. <laughs> Next Xbox experience. Come dude, on Dude, I now. love that, man. Like, I still, like, occasionally oh, I run into man. a system with it, and it's just, oh, it's so nice. Dude, do you remember when they brought that update out and it's just like you and your friends could go on this like game show or whatever? Yeah, like, one versus one hundred. What it was? Yeah. Yes, dude, that was so much. I don't fun. know why they like that is one of the worst things they did to stop it. Like they brought it and they did season two and then it just ended. Dude, I remember it was the summer of two thousand nine or ten, I think, because I had no air conditioner at that point because the air conditioning oh. broke, and I was like, "Man, this is a really hot summer." It's like a hundred degrees in the house. It's like this is a really hot <laughs> summer. <laughs> but the one versus one hundred came out, dude. It was so much fun. Oh man, yeah, I remember I played it a handful of times, and I really enjoyed it. But I, that was that was the best of the community back in the day. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Bring back my glory days, dude. Come on now. <laughs> These new kids don't even know what an NXE is. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, y'all are... Your mama raised dude, you wrong. I'll say this, though. Um, I would mentioned this to you slightly before, and I've talked about this on previous episodes, but my youngest brother, he's into Fortnite right now, and I've seen him play it, and it just it makes me smile because... I know there's a lot of negative stigma and a lot of like older people just hating on Fortnite, but here's the thing with it. It just makes me smile because I saw him on the Xbox, you know, parting it up with his friends, talk with him, just playing this all day over the summer. And he was having the same level of that him playing Fortnite is was me playing Halo 3 with all of my friends. And Call of Duty Aww. 4. Yeah, that's why my heart just melted. And I'm like, I can't hate on this, dude. Like you're I, it's not it's not fair. I can't be like, oh, my games are better and such because that's not stuff that's cool to you all. That's not stuff that people are growing up with. Like back back with us, like we grew up with Halo Three and Call of Duty Four, and now they're growing up with Fortnite. And he's he's making those same memories just on a different platform on a different game. 
Dude, that is awesome. Yeah, it made it made me so happy. I think my 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 favorite moment as well too was uh at one point he got he got hurt deep by this one, but he was getting so good at the game that I guess he kept killing one of his friends over and over and just kept beating him, and his friend got so mad that he removed and blocked him. Oh, now you know that you know that's real rage when you remove and yeah, block them. Yeah, yeah, and like we we were even asked him about it, and he was just like, he was like kind of quiet and was trying to, and I'm just I could tell him like, dude, I know you're hurt by it, man, but your friend's gonna unblock you tomorrow, and he did. Dude, that reminds me of the Halo Three Forge days, even like on Sand Trap trying to make something happen. It's like someone comes into your setup and completely ruins it. You're like, nope, you're no, out. See ya. Oh, fuck people that did that. Oh man, dude, it was the worst. Yeah. Dude, Sand Trap was one of those maps that like a lot of like unknown glitches happened on, like the mongoose. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people knew about this, but like there were ways to get like zero gravity on that map. I, I remember my my favorite is still the flying elephant. Yes. Ugh. However, nothing beats a modded. Uh, what's it called, dude? The thing that's in the sky. What's the name of it? Ugh. I forget, but like that whole ship, I was able to bring down into the. Map. I know what you're talking about. Ugh, that's awesome. Great. Nothing better than a flying mongoose in zero gravity, though. I remember how it's done. <laughs> it's just really tricky to get going. <laughs> the the flying elephant was a little bit trickier than I remember as well too. But when you get it going, it's just that 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 thing never stops. It's just it's so beautiful. Dude, that thing was so. I much love fun. it. I'm. I think that oh was one- man, no one knows what we're talking about. This thing sounds like a bunch of eighty-year-old men talking about back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I- I'm sitting here quiet, judging y'all. <laughs> Perfect. One, you know, one one, th- one thing I thought about was uh, this. This was some somewhat recently. So I ended up picking up this shirt, and uh, it just kind of reminds me of all this. But I picked up this shirt. And it is just a coagulation of all the Nicktoons. So you see, like, Reptar and the Hey Arnold characters and Rugrats and all of them on there. And someone had, like, made, I don't want to quote it, but they end up making, you know, a offhand comment about it. And I thought of it, and I'm like, you know, this is actually not really childish because these are, like, on my shirt, yeah, these are all kids' cartoons, but no kids are watching these shows. Most kids don't know what these shows are. And when I go out in public and wear the shirt, the people who freak out and compliment my shirt are all in their 20s and 30s. There are no kids that say anything about the shirt right, or dude, even look my like, way. Yes. But it's always 20 and 30 year olds are like, oh my god, I remember that. And like they'll ask me about Hey Arnold and Invader Zim and just like freak out and have a moment with me. Dude, right? <laughs> it's the best. Oh, yeah. I, I did you see that? Uh, I mean, we're starting to see comebacks on it too. I know. I think Invader Zim is. Um, I believe there's a movie in production. The thing that's really blown my mind is the uh, the the Hey Arnold like jungle movie that was supposed to come out like you know two decades ago almost and never came out. That's supposed to be happening here soon with the original cast. Well, if you notice a lot of Hollywood. Um shows dramas movies just anything lately there's been a heavy influence from the 80s like a lot of 80s reboots mm-hmm. and styles with music even like um like a lot of the weekends like his music like sounds super oh, yeah. 80s and i like that style a lot but like i think they're gonna start transitioning out from the 80s and into the 90s now and you'll see like a bunch of like stuff from the 90s starting to make like a popular comeback we, soon we enough, already so. we already rose tupac at coachella a few years ago i don't know what else they can do 
<laughs> well, they can try and bring him back to life. Do that, then I'll be really oh, impressed. That'd, that'd be kind of spooky. I, I wonder. Do you ever wonder sometimes what Tupac and Biggie would think of like all the rappers now? Yeah, that's that's a pretty interesting question. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't think they'd hate on it. I know. Sometimes I just kind of like honestly, sit back and think. Were... I'm like, who would they? Who would they really vibe with? I know, like, I mean, even. I, I call, call me I, crazy, but but I feel like they would have a little bit of a soft spot for Lil B. They would see what he's doing. They're just like, you know what, you're you're not the best. You're kind of you're, you're treating this as a joke, but you're getting a bit serious now. Like, yeah, I see you, young blood. I mean, they're artists, so they're gonna appreciate everyone in the game because it's just what comes mm-hmm. with it. But um, I think they wouldn't necessarily hate it but they wouldn't be for it just because honestly if hip-hop doesn't change its course that it's on it's gonna be facing some difficult times soon just because genre wise this can't last much longer i mean as cool as like all the trap music is like like if you know me mario i was about it before it was like mainstream like way long oh ago. yeah yeah i remember we were talking about like gucci and all of them the, the whole 1017 brick squad before it was like mainstream it's just like yeah honestly like how many times can you rap honestly how many times can you rap about doing xan and all this stuff like before it's like people are getting really tapped completely people getting really tapped out from that too not only because the fatigue um but also kind of like the ridiculous personas that are coming along with it and also people are now getting uh, it, it's now i mean it, it comes in waves here and there but people are now getting woke up about these designer drugs where they're seeing like oh there's like i mean like peep for example who passed away at 21 i mean we saw mac miller just recently at 26 like all these people are just like going way too young yeah way too fast as yeah. well and this is um i i don't think this whole lifestyle and image that comes with it's gonna last too much longer because you have a lot of talented people unfortunately passing away too fast Mm -hmm. from it yeah and i mean it's 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 at a point now where it's either gonna make it or break it hip-hop has to change directions to a better direction or it's just gonna completely go up in flames yeah i just don't know what direction it's gonna go to next i think one of my (laughs) one of my favorite comments i've seen has been like rappers now are looking like a bunch of like looney tunes or Fortnite characters like well they're dude they look like the inside of a high school bathroom <laughs> stall you know yeah, what i'm no, saying like saying. come on now like all you need is the the colored braids a couple lean and a lot of xanax and a like, SoundCloud that kind of gets popping at night. You're a rapper, like, like I. It. So I really like Post Malone's music. Like I genuinely enjoy it quite a bit. I think he's talented. But you, you look at a picture of him and you can smell him. Dude, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's really talented. That and Twenty One Savage. And you know who else is? Re- I really started listening to Who's recently. That? He sounds. He sounds way different than the rest of like anyone hip hop at the moment. But. I know I'm probably gonna get laughed at. Yes, little white boy, listen to him. But um, Moneybag Yo, he has like such a different. Have not sound. listened to that guy at all, actually. 
You need to. I, I will. We'll, we'll exchange. I've been listening. So I've been, you know, I, I've been enjoying, um, you know, like my rap here and there, of course. I, I feel so old saying that's weird. I guess just like the delivery. My thing is I haven't been keeping up on it as much. I've been... Uh, weirdly enough the, the past like year or so i've just been on a big emo kick like i just i love sad music but even here's the thing before you're thinking of like you know any like screaming type stuff it's not like the stuff that we grew up with or what we thought of it's now like emo is blending into trap and rap and hip-hop dude right it's like a mixture of like all three and it's like it's honestly not terrible like i know people are like saying oh no it's still emo it's, it's not really it's like pretty unique and like mm-hmm. interesting no so one of my favorite artists and probably my favorite solo artist is nothing nowhere and i've i mean people who watch channel know i've been putting on for this guy i have like i have his poster in the background i wear his shirts his hats all that stuff um but no the, the way i introduce him to people i essentially say like when when people ask like what type of genre he is i say emo trap and there's like a couple songs that I normally recommend to people. And one of them, like I played it for one of my friends who's really into hip hop, really into trap music. And it was, uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying. And it's like, my, my thing is like, he, he, along with many of my friends, they don't really vibe out to the sad type stuff, which I totally understand that. But he was just sitting in my car listening to it. And he's like, I, I like, you're, you're a hundred percent right on this. Like, it has all the 808s. It has all the beats. He's rapping, singing. The, the lyrics are emo, and it's good. But my mind just can't make the connection that this is a thing. But this is what this is exactly what you described to me, but I can't fathom it. Yeah, it finally clicked. Some people don't believe it yeah, until they hear it. Yeah, no, because when you, hear, like, when you hear that name, it just sounds so ridiculous. But then when you actually listen to it, it's like, wow, this actually... It, this happened i think music i know i was saying like a hip-hop side of make it or break it point but like honestly talent wise though it is better than ever because there's such a diverse collection of music you could choose from right now and like um there are seriously really talented artists out there versus like 10 years ago even it's just like there was no soundcloud there was no youtube there was no there was no anything. It's just like anyone mainstream was being force fed to you by I the think record maybe, companies, and you couldn't. Actually, hear I would say else. probably fifteen years ago would be more because that—that's the thing, dude. You have to remember, ten years ago was two thousand eight. Like, oh I know. My God, dude, I'm getting yeah, old. Yeah, no. So maybe fifteen years ago would be more accurate. But yeah, I was gonna say now you can really self make yourself. Like, um, I mean, th- this depends on what era you're gonna come from. But if we're gonna discuss like the first viral rapper you got to realize this like peer-to-peer era technically afro man with because i got high he was probably the first viral rapper but viral as we know today was soldier boy dude i was just reading some articles about him the other day about that that is so crazy that you bring that up yeah no as much as and i know people completely clowned him back in the day and everything and even now i mean he does his corny dude his marketing was on point like if anyone needs to take notes take it from him (laughs) like he seriously did it right yeah but no i mean that's that's the crazy thing about it like love him or hate him in the current environment what we classify as viral soldier boy was the first viral rapper yeah and he did it by means of not anything crazy like 
he explained it pretty well what he was doing was just rebranding popular songs on LimeWire and putting his oh, tag yeah. in like, Damn, yeah but then this? he really capitalized on YouTube as well because he was he was putting up all his gaming shit he was putting up his vlogs he was putting up his new songs his music videos his dances dude you know his original wake up you know his original Wikipedia was I believe him, it right? I 100% believe that dude and the that reminds me that's how I got his original gaming videos, you remember his Xboxes were all yeah. customized and like started that wave of wanting like a custom And he did Xbox. like that whole SODMG gaming and all that and yeah. I remember I remember his uh, his review of Braid was just it was <laughs> it was so funny but so bad. <laughs> Dude, that's kind of like what the uh, the era I want back, just like the funny like amateur clumsiness. There's nothing wrong with that. This is like everyone's like so like professionally produced do, these days. Do you do you like ever so think boring. do you ever think though to yourself how far ahead of the game you could be if you go back that time frame? Let's say we take you back to 2007 right now and you <laughs> upload videos and attack social media with the stuff and the production that you have now. Dude, that's what I'm saying. It's just like it's so crazy to think of that if you were just to rewind it like you could <laughs> you could kill the yeah. internet do, I, I still think I, I still get flashbacks of this sometime do you remember and FMT equals 18 yes I do <laughs> that was the bootleg high yeah, definition yeah for anyone that doesn't know so back in the day like you couldn't choose your resolutions on YouTube so I think videos would either just they would downsample to 144p or 240p regardless of what you uploaded but there was a guy who ended up finding a way to have higher quality videos show on YouTube and it was just take the video link and at the very end type in the ampersand sign fmt equals 18 and you would get a high quality version of the video and it was then it was discovered too that like youtube just kept they they did reprocess your video file you gave them but they kept all those original videos dude right they had a bunch of reprocessed ones as well just on the side for just like doing whatever they want it was just like okay like what are y'all actually yeah. doing with this just stuff like when uploading? uh just like when uh 60 frames a second rolled out on youtube now all of a sudden that that's how like if you go back and look you're gonna see all these like 720p videos from 2008 2009 at 60 frames a second because people would upload the videos at 60 frames they would downsample to 720p 30 whatever was available at the time but those are original videos were still sitting somewhere i've seen on youtube recently lately they've been experimenting with this um the four by three videos will have like their own just four by yes, three player I love now that. i find that really awesome because it gets rid of those ugly black oh, yeah. bars on the side and it's like yes they're doing it right finally <laughs> yes oh yeah oh man so this is, the, at least for this, I don't want this to go on all too long. This has been really fun on here. But I have uh, one more topic I kind of want to cover here and that we can wrap up. Um, but Max, if you are playing anything, what games are you currently playing right now? Honestly, I'm just keeping it simple. I'm playing Grand Theft Auto V on the computer. I enjoy this game so much with how often Rockstar updates So you're playing a GT Online on that then? Okay. Yes, it is my favorite game in a minute. <laughs> it is still entertaining to me five years later after the original release. All the updates they're constantly giving you. 
everything you can do online like just a year ago like the yacht update like dude that was game changing <laughs> in itself they're giving you a literal yacht you can go buy for your character online a yacht do you hear, hear me you. A, a yacht, yacht. And it's just like, dude, on top of that now, you have flying cars that you can buy. You have um, warehouses that you can buy. And it's just like, dude, Rockstar seriously murdered it with that game. Like, I love GTA V to the maximum. Like, it is my favorite all-time I need to game. replay it. Um, I So, I, I beat it once on 360, and then I played through a bit on PC, and I played through about half it on PS4 for the uh, the first-person mode on there, because I got the PS4 version before the, the, uh, the PC one. But I remember, I dude, I, I played the first person version for like two hours straight and I was with my friend and then we decided to go get food. I got behind the wheel and I felt so uncomfortable because I'd just been driving and mucking around doing all this just ratchet shit in first person. And I was like, I don't, I don't feel comfortable driving right now. This is too much. It's too much. <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that. Um... One of the things that Rockstar also brought to the computer recently was like beforehand all your game data was saved locally to your computer so like if you reformatted like you lose all your campaign progress and whatnot but like recently they introduced cloud like it doesn't matter where you're at like your save data will just transfer to wherever you're at and it's just like dude that is so awesome like that is about (sighs) Rockstar keeps I mean they can they can afford to do that shit so good. That's what I'm saying, dude. They stay killing it. It's like the next GTA they release. Like, I have no idea. You, like, uh, are you going to be... I mean, it's it's not on PC. <laughs> We're going to spend a while since we see it on PC. But uh, are you going to be picking up a system for Red Dead 2? Um, I'm eventually going to be picking up a console soon. I don't know if it's... I don't know which one to pick up. Like, I, I miss the old 360 days. But I know if I pick up a 360 specifically, it's just going to be like well, a ghost well, town. Well, you got to remember Red Dead 2 is going to be on Xbox One and PS4. And the Xbox One is nothing like the 360. That's what I'm saying. It's like such a big mind. I've been, I, I'm gonna have to I've ask been real you. happy on the PS4. Granted, I mean, fidelity-wise and such every like the game will look and perhaps even perform better on the xbox one the thing is though i just rock with the ecosystem on ps4 so much more and it's more of like you out of the systems here i mean ps4 versus xbox one you get a lot more of that simple turn on system get me into menu get into game yeah and i've seen a lot of people enjoying ps4 more just for that versus xbox Mm -hmm. one in fact, a lot of social media clowning online, like on Twitter and Instagram, it's like, oh, you didn't buy him a PS4. Like, it's like the biggest joke of all. Like, if you have an <laughs> Xbox One, like, I can understand. But, like, um, I don't know what to pick up. You tell me what I should I've, get. I've been get very it. happy with the PS4. That's been, aside from, like, my primary system now has been the Switch. But to get, you know, those big, big exclusives, I would go PS4. Alright. Yeah. All right. That's just me though. How's the online? Online is great. Is it comparable to like the 360 oh, party yeah. days? Yeah, I would say so. Espe- right. Especially all because right. I mean, the X and B is just so nice compared to the Xbox One. I Max, I hate the Xbox One's interface. I hate it, I hate it, I fucking hate it. <laughs> I can tell, dude. I can tell. I see my brother's Xbox One. It's just like so clunky looking, dude. <laughs> Oh man, I don't like the interface that much. I want that like 
I want that imperfect like dashboard that we had from back in the day. Microsoft, if you were listening, we like those ratchet dashboards. They are fun. <laughs> well, except the Kinect one. The Kinect one was like way too white and bright for me. I don't care. Give me nah, that ratchet. Man. I want nah, it back. I don't need that. Oh man. I want it back. That works. It was fun. I like imperfect because it's perfect. <laughs> oh man. So it's just been GTA for you. Yeah, pretty much that and Call of Duty 4 if I ever get the chance right on. online. Yeah, Call of Duty 4 is still the best one. Yes, it is a very solid choice. Either you're killing people in cars or you're killing people Go through strikes. <laughs> yeah, for for me, so, I've been uh so I've had switch issues out the bando unfortunately. Like just I've man, I've had R I I fucking love the switch. It's my favorite system this gen, but goddamn, I've had to RMA the console itself four times at this point. Yeah, ah, yeah, I have. I do have a annoying. video coming out of that, and yeah, it's especially annoying because, like, again, I bought the system. Like, I didn't buy the system to send off. I bought it to actually play. I have games that I'm buying. I'm supporting this thing, and every time I have to send this out, I'm gone without it for two or three weeks. So, I kind of let's see. I was playing Luk- Luxor on the PSP just because that's a fun, like, just mindless puzzle game. Uh, I picked up. Finally decided to play uh, Oddworld Munch's Odyssey on Vita. So I was doing all that while the Switch was, you know, getting fixed up. And that was, it's a fun game. I originally played it on the Xbox. The port is not very good, though, unfortunately. There's just a lot of sound issues, um, performance drops, all that stuff. Um, But when I got the Switch back here, the game that I've primarily been playing that I'm now continuing again has been uh, South Park The Fractured Butthole. Now, now, have you have, right. have you played the South Park games at all? Or just no. t- I'll, I'll tell you this, all right? So, well, first off, are, are you a fan of the show? Okay. Yes. Right before, like right before you called me, actually you called me while I was playing through this level, I ended up meeting Seaman, and Seaman took me down to meet the gay fish, which was Kanye West. <laughs> and I had to help his mother get to heaven who was a black other fish who was riding on a unicorn, and you have to control the unicorn in a Flappy Bird-type game that is farting out rainbows. And then you end up having to fight some kind of demon-type thing that represents all the main tweets that the gay fish gets. Oh it's amazing. God, what the hell? And they, they did the Kanye I... voice and everything. They did. No, they, they didn't. Did. I'm not I'm lying. lying. I'm, te- I'm telling you, dude. It's so good. I highly recommend picking it up. It's just like you, you'll just be rolling laughing. My poor Kanye. They really going to do him like <laughs> they that? They did him like that. They just put him back into the game. The, the thing that I found to be so funny was um, when they announced the game at E3 like years ago. Because um, that's when Kanye, and I don't, I, no, nothing ever came of this, but Kanye announced the game of his mom. Like he was making... Um, I think only one and it was supposed to be a game about making like sending his mom to heaven and like Matt and Trey came out on the stage and they're just like yeah we have a game in development where you play as a gay fish and you have to help that gay fish's mom get into heaven and they put it into the game itself which is why I was laughing so hard Mm -mm. oh man I'm telling Kanye about this hopefully I I don't know if he knows oh he'll know by the end of the week (laughs) He ain't gonna be happy. Well, I'll he's had a that. long time to be happy or unhappy about it. The game's been out for about a year. Well, you know what? He he's not gonna be happy. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Oh man. 
I tell you that, boy. I know someone that knows him. Oh man, no, I've had a uh, that, that that's been my whole thing. The, the first one, the Stick of Truth. It's I thought the writing was better on it. The gameplay isn't as good just because the fighting system isn't as good. But that game legitimately made me cry because I was laughing so hard. I haven't cried at this one yet, though. I'll say that. Well, you know what they say, my man. The more you cry, the better that the game. That is true. I do firmly believe that. That's why when I got banned all those times, I was crying so hard. It must have been a no, really good I, game. I totally feel that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my man. I don't want to keep oh, running too long and everyone waiting. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Anyways, I guess wrapping up here, Lupo, thank you so much for coming out on the show. It's absolutely appreciated. And uh, if, if people have made it to the end here, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at It's Lupo. You can find me on Instagram again at It's Lupo. You can add me on Snapchat, YT Lupo. Um, you can reach out to me through Mario. No, no, no. Too. Don't do that. No, just reach. No, I. No, you can you can reach out to me on Twitter DMs. No, because like years ago but, when people um, would be like, "Hey Mario, can you tell this guy this?" I'm like, "No, tell him yourself, please." <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just throwing a curveball at you because I've had that happen before, dude. This is the worst. But if you want to reach out to me on DMs or Twitter, they're open to anyone. Um, and on IG, I respond awesome. to anyone. And I really thank you for having me on here. I appreciate it, and congratulations uh, on reaching no, eighty thousand. No problem, man. I, I thank you very much. It's been appreciated, and you know, it's it's been fun doing this. So you know, if you're, I don't know how much time you have, but after actually after this here, after we get off this, I do want to. I <laughs> we'll have to make yeah, this a I do, yearly no, thing. No, I do. I do want to run some things by and talk to you about a few things, but off the podcast on here. So so stay off. Stay on the line if if you could. Yeah. All right, so I think that wraps that up. I thank you everyone for listening, and y'all have all right. a good And one. anyways, yeah, this is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you all for listening and watching, everyone. If you have not subscribed on your favorite podcast app, please do so. That would be much appreciated. And, of course, you can find this on the YouTube channel, Mr. Mario 2011, as well. I'm on most other social medias, and everything will be linked down below in the description. So, again, I want to say thank you to our guest, It's Lupo, for coming on. And uh, until next month, I will talk to you all later.